0: You're listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kay Fings. All right, folks. You know, it's a different feel. I'm doing this podcast right before work. Uh, We couldn't get right to it. Uh, Keith was out in L.A. uh, Helped shooting the film. Yeah. And uh, I was at work and whatnot. And I don't really believe in doing a podcast without Keith. We kind of complement each other in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, but if I found someone like Keith, I would just kick him off the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just, I'm just kidding. That's like LeBron winning a championship (laughs) without Kyrie or (laughs) D-Wade.
0: All right, man, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Um, One of the first things we'll be touching on is a health conscious lifestyle, healthy eating, um, uh, exercise and that, and all that. Mm. And, a lot of times people, they're gonna come up with a lot of excuses. Now for me, I'll say this, I do work a lot. I work a very demanding job, but I still try my hardest to get in the gym. There are definitely times where I'm a little bit lazy. I may go days without going to the gym or I won't be eating that great, but I'm very, I'm very thoughtful of what I eat even in that case. Even if it's something bad, I know how many calories are in it, fats, carbs, sodium. I'm very mindful of what I'm putting into my body. Yeah. So uh, I think it comes it comes with age, ex- age experience, and not making excuses. Um, yep. And if you want to learn something, like people say, "Oh, I don't know how to do this." That's just not a good excuse in 2018. Yeah. You know, we have YouTube. Between YouTube and Google, we could leverage almost any situation. So it's important that if you don't know some shit, mm-hmm. then look it up. Yeah, you can follow good people on YouTube. There's a bunch of different fitness athletes, models, dietitians, all kinds of people that can help you um,
1: reach your fitness goals. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, you know, I. It took me um, a while to kind of get this mindset, um, and you know, like you said, I'm, I'm not the person that works out as often as I should, or you know, eats as healthy as often as I should. But it's more, it's more of a conscious effort. Um, nowadays it's, it's kind of one of those things where you just wake up one day and you're like, man, I need to, I need to get on the ball just because, you know, you, you realize like how important, um, your health is and you know what I mean? And how you just kind of grow and you learn and you realize like eating a greasy hamburger is just not healthy for you. Not at all. You know, every single day and when you're young, it's cool. But like when you start to get older, you'd be like, man, this is, you know, you can't really just be eating. Hot Cheetos for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and stuff like.
0: Some that. people still do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> be
1: having hot Cheetos, eggs, and a, and a beer. <laughs> like, dude, you, you're touching all food groups now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for me, like I I, I tried out the whole um, vegetarian thing for. I did. I I went without eating, without eating meat for. It may have been like three weeks or something like that, and it was it was cool. I felt. Um, I don't know if I felt. I don't know if I had more energy. I probably should have logged like how I felt to, yeah, to yeah. like really get the like the full perspective. But um, when I did finally eat meat, like I don't know, I felt kind of weird. Like I felt like um my I don't know if I don't know if it was because I was dehydrated or what, but I, there was like some sharp pains in my like my stomach area, and I was like, uh, this is probably not. Probably not healthy, but. well, I think I can answer that question. Mm-hmm.
0: What it is is that when you're eating a lot of greens and whatnot, mm-hmm. your diet it complements your digestive system because yeah. people don't realize that your intestines is also a muscle, yeah. So, whenever you're eating food that complements you know digest digestive health, yeah, then you know everything's flowing, and you know, and I, I hate to get into real details, but you know, you're pooping a lot differently than when you eat a lot of meat. Mm-hmm. Meat can, meat is not like it kind of freaks me out sometimes even when I see people eating a bunch of like big old steaks and rare steaks and all kinds of stuff because it it doesn't complement your digestive system. Yeah. It can actually constipate you because you're you're making your you're making your digestive system work overtime mm-hmm. to break that stuff down and it's just not good. So if you're eating if you're not eating meat, you're eating like uh brown rice and black beans and and uh green beans and a mm-hmm. whole bunch of different greens and your digestive system is gonna be a one, yeah. but when you eating a bunch of beef, which is like the slowest digesting protein, yeah. and you're eating a bunch of chicken and a bunch of other stuff, it's gonna be horrible. Yeah, you know, um, I love meat, but at the same time, I've been tapering back and I've been yeah. changing the type of meat I've been eating, where mm-hmm. it'll be like a fish, yeah, or shrimp, or yeah. I'll have some tuna or something, yeah. but chicken i've really backed off it and i know you're thinking like eddie's black eats chicken every day (laughs) (laughs) first off (laughs) fuck you (laughs) secondly no um just if you do it in moderation and you eat a lot of things that complement your digestive system you're going to be good lots lots of greens lots like a lot of things a lot well high color high color vegetables yeah you know they have a lot of uh, what is beta carotene and mm-hmm. um those things really help you out they, yeah. they literally do if you don't eat vegetables you need to find a way to do it yeah you man. know i got a pantry full of vegetables or salads if you do eat salads are always fun
1: right you know <laughs> toss some salad or something uh well <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Ain't no, ain't no
0: vitamins in that one. <laughs> I'm talking about the green. I'm talking about the green salad, not, not the brown
1: salad.
0: <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, I, it it just comes with it comes with you wanting to, uh
1: uh-huh. to learn to learn how to eat a more health conscious diet. I think I think part of like why we so we're so reliant on. Um, some of these terrible foods, where there's like high fructose mm-hmm. candies and um, a lot of uh, beef and stuff like that, is just it comes with like being American yes. and being like super gluttonous as, uh, yes. as like as Americans, and uh, we just want you know more of everything. We want a bigger hamburger. Mm-hmm. We want you know we want the king size, whatever. Or, exactly. You know, and um, like one of the interesting things is like you know, where, um, relatives of like, uh, apes and, you know, primates and stuff like that. And most of those, um, like gorillas and stuff, they don't eat meat at all. Yeah. They they primarily eat, um, like branches and, you Mm -hmm. know, different, uh, different greens and stuff like that. So if we, if we look at it from that perspective, like from, from a, um, like a historical, um, perspective where, A lot of our, you know, a lot of our DNA is very similar. So there's a reason, like, why they only, you know, eat those kind of things because it is, you know, it's like their body is constructed to, like, consume those things. Exactly. And and you you think about it, like, you know, there was always, there's always that myth, like, oh, I need, you know, meat, I need beef for protein and stuff like that. And you look at, you know, gorillas, they're like, you know, some of the biggest, um, strongest uh, land mammals. And, you know, they have a all, you know, uh, plant-based, plant-based diet. yeah, plant-based diet. So yeah, that's very, that's a very great point.
0: Um, and as far as protein saying, Oh, I need meat for protein. That's complete bullshit. Yeah. If I, I would be sitting here all day long telling you exactly where you can get protein from that's, that's non-animal. I'm mm-hmm. talking about black beans, almonds, brown rice, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's in so many things. What's the chickpeas is another one I think. Mm -hmm. there's just so many ways to get protein in your body yeah and you know i just threw out two tubs of whey protein that i had in here Mm -hmm. um just because it's like for one it it does make you gassy which is not cool um two it's just like it's not coming from the greatest source so it's like i'm putting all this crap in me and it's just not good so i've been as you get older or as you acquire more information you start to learn you know the pros and cons of things you pay more attention to it yeah and like you touched on earlier americans have this big everything complex they want bigger fries they want bigger burgers they want bigger asses and tits they want everything big right but we're also big (laughs) fat <laughs> Americans man Americans there could be a person that says I'm poor I'm doing really bad but you look at them and they overweight still big yeah. how the fuck you are you doing bad and you like
1: 400 pounds yeah in other countries they're doing bad but they weigh 100 pounds one thing I want to say is like There's a lot of like, you know, there's a a lot of uh, you see it on social media all the time, like, oh, we got to stop fat shaming, we got to stop talking bad about fat people, we got to stop, you know, saying they need to get in the gym and stuff like that. But the the same for the reverse, like, there you go. There's people that talk bad about like vegans or about vegetarians, like, oh, you're a vegetarian, exactly. And I was one of those. I was one of those people, um, not so much in the sense of like the idea, but more so like the reasoning. I don't yeah. think that like there are some vegans that are vegans just because, um, you know, they think that we shouldn't eat animals just because mm-hmm. animals are like human beings, and you know, back in the day, I would I would kind of be like, man, that's a stupid idea. But exactly. you know, now that I've gotten a little bit older and I'm learning more about you know just how things work in life, um, I've I've kind of gotten off that. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I think. You know, now now it's, it's sort of a legit reason. Exactly. Because, um you know, a lot of people feel like we should live in, in harmony with um, certain animals. But then again, like, from a historical context, like, you know, that's where, you know, we're, like, you know, hunter-gatherers. So, mm-hmm. you know, people will go out and, you know, hunt whatever, hunt bison or whatever and, you know, try to feed their families with it um to, you know, just to survive. So, I guess, exactly. like... There's like pros and cons to it, but a lot of them, a lot of them, you know, don't eat the meat just because of the way that at the these farm animals are treated. You know what I mean? They got cows. Um, like clumped up in these, oh, these yeah, like, yeah. terrible farms and chickens just, too. Yeah, chickens that can't even walk because they're so fat. You yeah. just keep fattening them up by eating feeding them corn making and making them juicy. Yeah, <laughs> feeding cows <laughs> corn and that's not even in their normal diet. Exactly. And it's just like, that's it's a lot. Point. It's a lot that goes into it that you know turns people off from the idea. So I kind of you know I'm kind of off you know bashing them as far as like you know, what the, the reasonings why, um, they're, they're doing it. So that's a very, very great point. And I will say this, I'm
0: totally, as far as veganism, I support it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. But I'll say one thing and one thing only fried chicken tastes great. Yeah. So I think it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to, you know, totally get away from it, but it's very possible. I feel that if I ever made a decision to become vegan, that would be it. Yeah, I think that there will be nothing else mm-hmm. that I would be interested in as far as animal protein. But I think it's inevitable. Once you get older, you pretty much have to almost nearly become a vegan. <laughs> if you do eat meat, it needs to be very very little bit. Yeah, like because your digestive system is going to plummet if you yeah. think that your, your your digestive system is going to crash like the stock market. <laughs> if you think that you can eat yeah. freaking eight. To 10 out steaks, you know, for every dinner. That's just not good. It's not good. And they, they've they already linked a lot of this stuff to cancer and yeah. heart disease and all yeah. that. And you just got to be smarter about it. Don't be naive and say, oh, it's bullshit. If I'm going to die, then I'm going to die with the, with
1: the steak and chicken. It ain't that serious, homie. Yeah. You ain't got to die. You, so over <laughs> some food. Over some food. There's, and there's actually a lot of... You'd, you'd be... Um, You'd be surprised how much good food is out there. Yes, you know that you know that's vegetarian based or um, vegan based, and like, you know, you told me about like a lot of because uh, you you know you used to haul milk, so Big, oh, you can give some my. perspective on the kind of stuff you've seen with uh, that. Okay,
0: <clears throat> first of all, first and foremost, I, I I used to haul milk, and I I stopped, I haven't been. I haven't drink um, regular cow milk in years because as I got older, it's like the enzymes in it. Didn't break down well in my stomach. I was having like really bad reactions. My stomach was jacked up. I was crapping my brains out. But <laughs> what I've what I've learned after researching a few things is that once a lot of black people get older, their stomach doesn't break down the enzymes of milk the same way as everyone else. Now, I thought that was bullshit. And so I started looking more into it. And yes, I, there was a lot of. Um, evidence showing that uh, black people don't break down the enzymes of milk, and I used to drink it every day, especially at school. Yeah, you know, every day they had some weird fucking menu like pizza, pears, and milk. You'd be like, "What?" Yeah, that'd be a crazy combination. It'd be like it'd be like uh, a, a chicken sandwich with uh,
1: tater wedges <laughs> is what it said on the little menu. <laughs> they got us eating spaghetti and chocolate milk. Yeah, like, what kind like, of combination is that? Yeah,
0: dude, if you eat
1: something mm. like that
0: as an adult, you will literally blow the back of your <laughs> pants out. Chocolate milk and spaghettios and fucking (laughs) cornbread on the side. Like, that's a science project going on in your stomach, man. You got
1: real cornbread, like the white people cornbread.
0: (laughs) 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 Zero flavor.
1: (laughs) A little bit of honey on it.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, so, I mean, I got away from it, but here's the thing. I don't think milk is made for human consumption. I, I mean, I don't think it should be for human consumption. And the reason why I say it is because um, it's thick like like snot. Yeah. And it's it's not even really like milky. It looks like mucusy and it's bubbly and it just looks atrocious. And when you and when you're loading milk into your tank and you're looking at it going there and it's making this slosh noise like <laughs> it, does, it
1: does not turn into
0: milk. It does not turn into milk until they until they turned it into milk basically when you yeah i would take the milk from the from the uh from the farm or the little milk dairy or whatever go from there and i would go to a plant Mm -hmm. out in uh it was off this it was a it was in the city of industry kind of near los angeles Mm -hmm. and i would take the milk there and they would they would basically suck it out of the back of my tank it would go through these pipes they would break down all the mucus stuff and they would add cream to it and then like sweetener and then water and all of that. And then it came out as milk. Mm-hmm. And they had two different types of milk. They had a milk that had the fructose corn syrup. They had a huge tank full of the syrup. And they had another tank full of cane sugar. And I'm thinking like, this shit is fucked up. Like, yeah. people should not be drinking this shit. Yeah. I drink almond milk. I drink unsweetened almond milk and it tastes great with my cereal when I have whenever I do have cereal. Because yeah. I'm I'm definitely a a serial connoisseur. I say myself. (laughs) What? Yeah, but but um, you know, it's it's just all about being smarter, man. You you don't you don't got to stuff your you don't got to stuff your face with a bunch of meat. You know, I see people putting uh, be a pizza with like sausage, pepperoni, bacon. Pork is another
1: thing. Oh yeah, I rare I rarely eat pork. Same here. And. That's the thing. Like, th- there's always some like negative connotation when it comes to like you trying to better your lifestyle. Like, you'll be like, especially in Black families, exactly. you be like, "Man, I ain't eating pork no more. It's not really, you know, what I'm saying it's not really my thing." They'd be like, "Oh, what is you Muslim now?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. Like, <laughs> yeah, pork is just the 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 worst. And I'm I'm curious to know like, where did eating? I mean, where did drinking cow milk come from? Like, whose idea was that? Like, one day somebody just got up and was like. You know we can drink like like literally people stopped breastfeeding their kids and then start feeding them cow milk yeah I don't know where it came from I think
0: whoever came up with it was a fucking pervert (laughs) like let me suck on a cow's titty instead of a real titty what the
1: fuck where did that even start man old perverted farmer named uh, Billy Bob
0: Now this was before Billy Bob <laughs> We talk about the fucking stone age here These cows are running around And the cows are probably scared Like why is this human sucking on my titties <laughs> His name was just a sound like <laughs> 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 This nigga's had name's like Nuck Nuck Back then.
1: Oh <laughs> uh... uh... Knock knock.
0: Yeah, it's horrible, man. That's yeah, the, the whole. I, you know what? That's a great question. Sometimes I ask myself, what was the origin? Yeah. What was the origin mm-hmm. of some of the things we say and do? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Who the fuck was trying to kill two birds with one rock? <laughs> Where the fuck did this even
1: occur? <laughs> oh uh, man. You know, I man, I don't get it. You can't be too successful with that. Like, what? Like, how you killing two birds with one stone? Hey,
0: if you kill two birds with one stone, then you, I don't, you just, you just. A, you're a talented mofo. Yeah, you're a talented psycho. <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill fucking animals with one rock. You've devised the game plan to do this shit. You ain't got a slingshot or nothing. you throwing rocks.
1: Um, pigeons, especially, pigeons is fast out here. I don't know. You must, the, the only way you could kill two birds with one stone, I feel like, is if they like quails or. Um, like a bird that don't really fly too much, cause quails just be running around on the street. Yeah. So you could you can knock four of them out with one stone. Well, if you <clears throat> say
0: kill two birds with one boulder, yeah. then maybe I might believe you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cause
1: that's a big fucking rock. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else to add on that, dude? Nah. Let's, let's move along. All right. Uh, sugar mamas and sugar daddies. <clears throat> there are a lot of people that are just giving up on their whole life to let someone else take care of them. Like they literally like are some just, they just submit, Mm -hmm. you know, they figure, Oh, well, and what I've noticed is this. Okay. I've noticed a lot of like a lot of pretty, you know, self and self, uh, self-proclaimed pretty women, pretty girls. They'll date a guy with a lot of money that takes care of them. Right. And they don't realize how much they're taking away from themselves. Now it's your thing. If you want to be, a, if you want a sugar daddy, you need to also realize that's a form of prostitution. Yeah. The 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 definition of prostitution is sex in exchange for goods. So even if you're acting like this guy's girlfriend or whatever, and you're obviously having sex with this guy, he's paying for all your shit. Not only are you being like almost a prostitute, but you're also just feeding into his ego because a lot of these guys that have Younger women, you know, or whatever the case, they feel like, yeah, I'm the man. Like, I got a trophy wife. I got mm-hmm. a trophy girlfriend, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just all it is is overblowing this guy's ego because he has the money to do it, and you're just allowing him to do whatever. Yeah. That, that to me, is ridiculous. When I see men or women do it, I'm just like, man. Like, me personally, I respect a woman that works for her shit, you know, that takes care of herself. Mm-hmm. You know, I just could not allow myself to be with a woman that I gotta take care of, and we the same age. Like, if we around the same age, and I'm paying for all your shit, something's fucked up. Yeah. Like, you 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 might as well just break up with me and then go fuck an old guy, because that ain't gonna, ain't gonna yeah. work. Yeah. Ain't
1: gonna work over here, man. hmm Yeah, man. The 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 idea is kind of it, it's 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 kind of sad in a way, because sometimes yeah. I I would be out and some stuff just kind of looks strange. <laughs> You see an old white man, old white man wearing a collar T-shirt and zero swag at all. And then he, I seen the dude, he was with two black girls and that was, that was bad. I was like, and that was in Red Lobster. So I was like, something, something, something gotta be wrong with this. (laughs) It's kind of sad that, you know, people, um, would devalue their self for this, you know, idea of money, um, it's really, you know, people have to put more value on, you know, them as exactly, and their sexual organs as well, just because definitely. That's kind of, you know, that's just the day, the day and age we live in now, especially with, like, the social media and stuff. You see, you know, you see people on their social media like looking for a sugar daddy. Oh my God! Literally, like though. That. Yeah, and they're not even joking, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like that's not that's not cool, man. And these, and and even the people that are like, you know on the other side the people that are actually like paying the women to do stuff it's yeah. just it's just kind of sad man definitely yeah,
0: you know and it's it's starting to become glorified almost like yeah. i get a sugar daddy i'm just you know like i ain't ashamed i wouldn't mind having a sugar daddy right now i'm thinking like so basically you're going to give up that sugar cuz ain't no sugar daddy going to allow you to just like yeah. literally do all the shit except fuck like we're all adults here ain't no old man even if he's 58 and 60 years old he's going to want some of that sugar yeah that's the definition of a sugar daddy or mama yeah. they getting that sugar yeah they didn't fucking ask for salt mm-hmm. they want yeah. some sugar man and what was crazy to me man is uh it, i see this more men do this shit too first of all but yeah. i've seen this more with women a lot of young women too uh-huh. and have you ever noticed that it could be just it, a regular pretty girl from your town right mm. just a regular pretty chick nobody special doesn't have any platforms she's not a public figure and you'll see her on snapchat and she taking hanging out with meat meal and shit you'd be
1: like what yeah. the fuck is going on i've seen like the crazy it's crazy one of my my little brother has showed me some girl on snapchat she was like at a yg after party and yeah. it wasn't it wasn't even a party with like a hundred people. It was like a dinner table Yeah, with like all of his like closest friends out of like, you know, rap and maybe yeah. like one was his manager and the other one make beats yep. for him and stuff like that. And she was chilling at the table. Like chilling with him. All on Snapchat.
0: You know, the, the <clears> crazy <throat> thing, the biggest difference between good looking women and men is a good looking woman, her looks could put her in places that a man cannot. Yeah. Like she'll be fucking, uh, she'll be, uh, uh. Hanging out with a dude from the fucking Dodgers or some yeah. shit, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and it's like it's crazy, and that that that's also plays into that sugar daddy, sugar mama shit. Yeah, if you're pretty, if you're pretty, especially in America, people don't give a fuck if you can even speak English. You yeah. could just be anybody, but your looks can put you in places that just. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You get some rich guy that's willing. There are some guys that don't even, some of these really, really old guys that don't even have sex with some of these women. Some of these guys will just want them to go on a date. They just they wanna, want some attention. They just bro. want some attention. They want to have a pretty woman in their passenger seat when they go to like a meeting or mm-hmm. whatever the case. And it's like, damn, like, Men, yeah. we don't have that. We could get... Now, there there, there are men that could get away with murder. They could like probably smash a lot of chicks or something because yeah. they look good. But at the same time, women could smash whoever they want. And at the same time, they could put themselves in positions to make money. Because let's just be real. Who is Amber Rose? What does she really do? Yeah. She was a stripper. And I'm not down on her for being a stripper. <clears throat> but she's obviously very attractive. There's
1: not really any... Re- there's not really any Reason. male comparable to Thank like Kim Kardashian you. Yep. or Amber Rose. Amber Rose, exactly. You Thank have to you. have, like, actually something going for you to to be, uh, like, one of those in a male form. Exactly. Thank you. That, yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's cr- so you got to be skeptical, too. Like, you know, we all have people... Um, there everyone has like a doppelganger as as far as like their personality. Exactly. So this ha- you know, there's people we know in Bakersfield, there's probably people you know in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. there's probably people you know in New York or wherever mm-hmm. you're at. And um, the signs are like pretty evident. Like I know a girl um, that went to school out here and one day <clears throat> she she she, she looked all right. She you know, she got she got a her body is more impressive than her face. Yeah. But um that Doesn't matter to men. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just putting it into perspective for the, for the viewers. Exactly. Um, but um, she, like, one day she, I don't know what happened. <clears throat> one thing led to another. She was, like, out in, like, I think she was, like, out in L.A. for a little bit trying to go to, like, fashion school. And then all of a sudden, like, you just see her Instagram, and she all out in Dubai. Yeah. Going on trips to Miami. Yeah. And, and bathing suits. Yeah. All in the pool and stuff. And you just like, dang, like, yep. like what happened? And then there's always, like, a, a front, and then all of a sudden she opens up, like, this this little boutique here in Bakersfield. Yeah. And it's just like, like dang, like, the glow up is real. Glow- and, and we all know, you know, what she's doing. Too. Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, <clears throat> another thing, it's, like I said, it's a form of prostitution. There's a lot of underground prostitution going on. Yeah. And there's a lot of younger women getting involved in it. Yeah. Okay, and I'll leave her nameless, but there's someone that I went to high school with. Um, I'm going to share this story, but uh, I will not give any names. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, she's, she's fairly attractive. Nicer body than face, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know she starts she knows she posts stuff about like you know like motivation and motivational stuff and all of this right and um all of a sudden you know she pops up out of nowhere i guess she was off facebook for a while yeah. she pops up she got these big old breasts out of nowhere i was just like dang she got her breasts did like jesus yeah. christ
1: yeah
0: and then um, she starts posting pictures of all these trips she's on she's on these cruises she's in cancun she's in jamaica she's mm-hmm. in all these i'm like damn she's living and she's doing it but I never, I never assumed that anything was going on. I figured, you know, she must be really successful. She's doing really good for herself. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I was not no hater. All of a sudden, this honest to God, true. All of a sudden, this guy pops up. He's like 60 years old, some older white guy. And then he, she's like hugging him. She's like, this is my bae right here, oh, my boo, God. whatever. And I was just like, you know, more power to her. Maybe she likes old guys. I don't know. Yeah. But she was always on these trips with like, I guess somebody taking pictures of her
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just pictures of her only and all of a sudden this guy pops up. Yeah. I wonder if this guy was like, you're going to have to tell people about us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. You know? And I was just like, wow. Like people, it is more. It is becoming more and more frequent Yeah, that this sugar fucking baby daddy shit is real, man. Mm-hmm. This shit is real. And it's only certain people doing it. The people yeah. that really kind of give up on... You know giving up on just that's, working, yeah. They, they, they just giving up on that man. I I'd rather I'm building my shit from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. I don't want no trophy wife. I don't care if I make four million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I want a woman that is self motivated, that's going to do something for herself, yeah. Because I'm telling you, a woman that's at work ain't got time to be worrying about a man paying for a shit. A mm-hmm. woman that's really doing something with herself is not gonna be wanting you to pay for everything. I like it when a woman takes me out, yeah. I don't care if I make two times more money than she makes. I don't want to be pulling my motherfucking card out every time we go out.
1: That's real.
0: That ain't cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's that. If, if I got kids, then I'm paying for their shit. I'm their father, yeah. but I'm not your daddy. Yeah, I'm supposed to be your husband or your boyfriend. I'm not your motherfucking daddy. Yeah,
1: I think <laughs> we got to be mindful too of like how your um the people that you're you know attempting to date are on social media. Yes, like, like there's. There's um, a reason why like certain relationships last longer than others, yes. or certain marriages and stuff last Very longer true. than others. If you find a girl, and you you know, I autom- automatically the first thing you you see when you find a um, a, a partner is like if they're attractive or not. Um, generally, sometimes you know you can kind of grow to uh, become more attractive to a person, but if you meet your girl on social media, and um, the first thing you see is like, oh, she got a big old booty or oh, she on she Instagram and she got, you know, her bikini on like in 20 out of, you know, in like in 80 percent of her pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not really a bad formula. I mean, that's not really a good formula for, you know, like a fruitful relationship. Nope. Because nope. that, you know, that a person like that is generally like seeking attention. Thank She's- you. She's falling in love with likes. She's she's doing it um, just to get comments and exactly in the comment section and stuff like that. So, you know that that's like her character, and Very you know true. generally, like you, you you're not doing um, anything in that relationship that you know she's she's um, that's any different from you know what you know the hundreds of guys in her comments are doing. You may just have something that she likes <clears throat> more so than people in her comments. You may have. A little bit of notoriety or, yeah. you know, a little bit of money in your pocket. Yeah, so, you got to be careful. <clears throat> yeah, right off the back, that relationship is just going to be... Very one-sided. Yeah, it's going to be bad. You know, it may start off good. You may you may have like, oh, she's really smart and I like her. And then, uh, then four or five months down the line, it's like, man, this a stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta be careful too because people learn. They know how
0: to put a really good show on. Yeah, um, they act different for different people. Whereas mm-hmm. you know, one guy they like. Oh, I just love to party. I want to party. I want to hang out. Yeah. And the next guy, she's like, oh, I am waiting for marriage. And I want to. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful because people like to put on a face. Yeah, and and you can't fall for. I think to your point. I think the more you like somebody, the more you start to pay attention to them on social media. Yeah, because I think what it is is. Everything you do is an extension of yourself, and it should always be consistent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It should always be consistent. So if you're on fucking, uh, like you said, on Instagram, and you got your bikini on all the time, you don't value a relationship. You value attention. You mm-hmm. av- you value, uh, um, being, being like idolized almost. Yeah. Like you're seeking, you're seeking something that is just way off track. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you're single, you could do whatever the fuck you want. But you still got to realize you represent yourself. Yeah. You represent yourself. So you can't be like, I'm partying. Yeah. And you just drunk every week on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. All of a sudden you meet some good dude. And now you like, I'm in church. I love the Lord. Like, (laughs) wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's, that's bad, man. So uh, to, to make a long story short, I'll say this. If you're a person that wants to rely on anyone to take care of you in any way, you really need to dig deep and ask yourself why you gave up on life. Because there's no retirement plan in being a fucking sugar mama, sugar daddy, whatever, Mm -hmm. or sugar baby. There's no retirement plan on that. You can't put that on the resume. So be careful with that shit. Mm -hmm. Moving along. Um, Speaking things into existence. That's important. You have to believe things are going to work out. Things are going to happen. We do this podcast every week. We do one a week, every week. And I'm not doing this for my health, like, well, I'm just doing it because it's a fun hobby of mine. I literally can see myself and Keith with a blue check mark on our name somewhere. You know (laughs) know what I'm saying? I literally see that people would listen to these podcasts and say, oh, these guys are, you know, they're kind of, they're cool. You know, they're all right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like their podcast. They, they talk about cool shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I, I do believe that this podcast will be successful. Why the fuck would you get into any situation if you don't believe it's not going to be something? Yeah. Why would you ever get in a relationship if you don't plan on getting married? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. People, enter, people enter situations without really thinking about long term. This podcast is my baby. I do it once a week because I'm passionate about it. I care about it, you know. Same with Keith. Keith yeah. has shit he has to do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he still comes here every week. We do a podcast every week. Yeah. And I think it's important that if if you want anything to work, you have to believe it's going to happen. Yeah. If you say if you, if you're down on your luck, you don't hardly got no money. Shit's all fucked up. Yeah. You are gonna say someday, <clears throat> someday I'm gonna make a lot of money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm never gonna go through this again. Yeah. And when you believe that shit, it opens up doors, man. Yeah. You start to look at shit differently. If, if, here's the thing. If, if you don't believe something's going to work and you're not speaking things into existence, you're going to shut down. When yeah. you shut down, your opportunities close. Yeah. When you shut down anybody you wanted to talk to about possibly making money, you don't do it. When mm-hmm. you shut down, you don't recognize opportunities. Mm-hmm. So your whole world changes but when you speak things into existence you might see somebody at a gas station you know hey man um i, I know you do this for a living you're pretty i know you seem like you pretty you do pretty good man have you ever thought about you know having a partner this and that if you you start having more dialogue that is more positive you start yeah. talking to people mm-hmm. and and reaching out to people more and being more confident and all these things so speaking things into existence. Is not being delusional it's being forward thinking Mm -hmm. it's being productive
1: it's being confident that things are going to work yeah yeah there's a um i feel like it's 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 sort of like an otherworldly thing that starts to happen once you like really believe and start to put those things out into the air about you know what you want to do in life And you know that's kind of how it goes. Like one of those, one of those things that you know I read a lot is about how the most successful people write down their goals. Yep. So um, you know that's another thing. If you like whatever you want to do in life, whether it's the most like Jurassic thing or you know the 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 most simple thing, like if you just want to, um, you know, if you just want to like. For me, one of one of the things that I do the worst is like calling people back, and like some uh, sometimes I'll um, I try to do it. I I, I need I'm, I need to practice what I preach. But if something if it's something as simple as that, just write it down. Like true, you know I need to call people back more, and then like you'll see that, you know those things start to um you know start you start to be um, become more consistent with those things. It's on things. your mind more. Yeah. And, and for me too, I, 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 I need to do it more so in my personal, like on my laptop or on my phone or something to, to where it's like, I, it's visible every day. But a lot of the, um, a lot of the, like you could probably go back and look at my social media and see like some of the stuff that I said that I, that I wanted to do or that I was going to do. is like, it kind of like slowly but surely coming to fruition. That's good though. And um, that's you know the same sort of thing like you just have to have that that belief, that supreme belief and things just start to happen randomly, you know what I mean? If you say, you know, you want to start to lose weight or whatever and you know you write it down and you you know you you you'll you'll realize like that you you're slowly but surely becoming more and more consistent <clears throat> with, you know, your goals and stuff. So very true. Another Mm. thing is action over words. Yeah. Action over words. What I mean by
0: that too is fucking, like you said, write it down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Write it down, but don't tell nobody about it. Yeah. Because you know what happens when you, let's say you go on social media, you say, yeah, I'm about to, I guarantee you I'll be making a million dollars by one year. This and that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this car. I'm going to do this. Right. A year passes and somebody pops up. So did you ever get that million dollars? You ever get that car? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, man, life has been busy, man. I've been, nah. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit to yourself mm-hmm. cuz honestly no one gives a fuck what you're going to do yeah. cuz you're talking and that's what everyone does anybody can talk yeah anybody can talk mm-hmm. you know but at the end of the day there are people who talk and there are people that do and if you're a person that does do not pride do not do not don't pride yourself in talking mm-hmm. do it yeah you know, if you're gonna lose weight, don't tell the whole fucking world I'm gonna lose weight. I'm tired of being overweight. Mm-hmm. What you do is you can you could have a, a uh, you could have a personal relationship with a trainer or a friend or anybody that can you can have dialogue with directly about it, but don't talk to nobody else. Yeah. So then, when people see you grinding, they see you losing weight, they see you doing your thing, they know you're not playing because it came out of left field. Yeah. Rather than talking about it. And then it's it's happening, but people's like, oh well, I would have thought you would have lost more weight by then. Because people have people also have an expectation of you that's different than what you have of yourself. Yeah. You could lose one pound and you'd be like, you know what, I'm proud of myself. I'm gonna keep working. Whereas they'd be like, you should have lost seven pounds by now. Yeah. So that's another thing. Don't allow anybody to be in your don't allow anybody to be um not a gauge, but basically have an opinion on what you should be doing. Cause it kind of conflicts with what you're in the direction you're going. Yeah. Cause it could be someone that's not contributing to you, to your goals yeah. and they have the most opinions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, you can't contribute to anything I'm doing, but you telling me what I should be doing. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You know, so keep it to yourself. That's real. speaking into an existence, write that shit down on paper
1: and, and do it. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I you a, a perfect example. Um, that uh, sports in general are like sp- extremely polarizing because yes, once you become like a fan of a generally a franchise is generally not a person unless it's like an individual sport exactly. Um, but generally a franchise, you 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 know you kind of fall in love with you go on emotional coaster co- like you know we're both Lakers fans and exactly. we go on emo- emotional roller coasters of seeing a three-peat and then seeing us lose to the Pistons and it's just oh, like man. it's like. Real heartbreak, or yeah, like seeing freaking Tim Duncan hitting the last second shot and putting us out the freaking playoffs. It's yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> it's like you really you'd be genuinely sad. Yeah, and um, so like one of the things that um, like like uh, along the lines of what you said is how people can, you know start to bash a certain person or you know you say i'm gonna become a millionaire and then in a year and then a year comes and you don't have a million dollars and people are all in your comments like oh you ain't got no million dollars mm-hmm. you idiot um like that's one of the reasons like why some people don't really care for lebron james as a basketball player yeah because when he went to miami it's like they did a whole press conference and yeah. they went out on stage and they like the the basketball beatles and they're like not one championship not two championships, not three, but four, five, six, seven. And I'm for real, man. This is what we, is what we really came here to do. Mm-hmm. And then the first year, they get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went back to back, and then they lose again. Yeah, so it's like, and then he leaves. Yeah, so it's like, like it's the same sort of yeah, thing. Like if you, true. if he would have just like kept it to himself, yeah, um, and not said anything, like yeah, people, great... you know, people wouldn't really have an argument. Or if yeah. he's like, um, he he end up beating the Warriors, um, coming down, uh, coming back from three to one, and then he writes this long thing on social media, like, oh, I'm chasing the ghost and everyone knows a ghost is like Michael Jordan or whatever. Yeah. And then you go and then you lose to like the Warriors again the next year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like that that's like the thing. Like that's like, you know, the the athletes that are not or just people in general that that's are not like true. putting it out there. They're keeping their they're keeping their goals to themselves. They're not <laughs> you know, going out there like, oh, I'm trying to beat Le- I'm trying to beat Michael Jordan in rings or I'm trying to get to Elgin Baylor, I mean, to um, Bill Russell rings or whatever. Like, those are the people, you know, they don't, you know, there's not there's not much you can say when they don't win. You know what I mean? It's not because they're not, like, putting everything out there. You know what I mean? So.
0: That's a very good point. I think people will say, like, that's preposterous talking about LeBron James. Yeah. But LeBron James did have a freaking press conference. Yeah. I think that was unnecessary. I can't remember another player having a press mm-hmm. conference about his decision. Yes. That's something you should really make between you and your agent and you just make a move. Mm-hmm. He's one of the first players ever to have a legit press conference that was like on
1: what was it on I forget it was on uh primetime television. It was on ESPN. It's on ESPN. I will say that the I don't think the press con like in the in the grand scheme of things, like he was trying to raise money for kids, and Got it. I think that was part of the reason. I'm Got sure it. there was some, like, egotistical thing in there that he wanted to announce to the world that he was going to Miami. Um, but um, the actual, like, them coming to the, um, wh- whatever the arena in Miami was and them, like, talking about, like, what they're going to do was more so... More bad than the actual exactly. press conference was exactly.
0: And another thing to prove your point again was the reaction of the fans. They burned his jerseys. Yeah. Oh, you betrayed us. Yeah. I thought you were gonna stay. And it comes back to mentioning and talking yeah. about that. So yeah. when you, whenever you set this expectation or you or you commercialize whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. you're gonna have people that okay, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, when you eliminate that. Mm-hmm. Then you it, you you cause a less you you have a basically you're in a you're you're more alone in uh in that situation, which is better yeah than having a whole bunch of people like you know knowing about something yeah you don't have to tell everybody what the fuck you're doing. I know we live in a I know we live in a society where people tell everybody what they're doing, and it's just ridiculous. Old oh, Bay is putting a bagel in my mouth. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about that. Like. Yeah. You don't need to tell everyone what you're doing. Yeah,
1: man. You don't. Leave some mystery to yourself, yeah. man. As long as you, you know I think uh J. Cole had a line where he talked about how when he was growing up rapping, he didn't really tell nobody he was rapping just because he knew people would hate. Yeah. Like that's just that's just the nature of, you know, people. Like, oh, you rapping, you trying to be like everybody else. Oh, you mm-hmm. you oh, you ain't that good, you ain't that good. And then by the time you know, you write down those goals and you keep working on it. And then by the time you perfected your craft or you're good enough to put your stuff out into the world, like, they don't really have nothing to say. You know, it's just like, you know, you just keep that stuff to yourself and keep grinding and stuff will start to happen. And p- telling people doesn't, you know, it doesn't really do anything for you. It only allows those people more opportunity to, to hate on you and, you know, to, to say something when it doesn't happen, so. Yeah, that's true. J Cole is a legit like humble dude, bro. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he, he talked about like not getting his teeth fixed and everything. Like, yeah. You know, he ain't even giving
1: a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> cool cat, man. Yeah. All right, you got anything else to add on that dude? Um, no, I think that's it. I think th- just the one, one more thing is like, um. We're just kind of talking about it now, and we we're, you know, we're kind of like slowly getting into this, this idea of you know speaking things into existence ourselves. Yeah. But um, if you don't believe what we're saying, you know, just because we don't have the, you thank know, you, we don't have the resume to actually back it up. There's, you know, there's multiple people out there that you can look up and and see um, about people believing in themselves and speaking things into existence and stuff like that. Like, you know, even, you know, another example is, um, like a young Kobe Bryant when he came to the Lakers, he told Shaq, like, he's going to be better than Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he ever was able to like eclipse it just because, you know, there's all, there's so many different factors that, you know, that play into, you know, him not being able to get like six or seven rings or, like injuries and stuff like that, but if you if you you know if you if that's your goal and you fall Maybe a little bit short of it and you still get five rings and you still you know, you're You're able to retire score more points than Michael Jordan or um you have more finals appearances than Michael Jordan or You know, whatever the the combination of it is, like, you can retire a happy man. You know what I mean? Knowing that. And especially knowing that you influence, um, like, a whole generation of athletes to where, like, you have the girl from Notre Dame hitting two game-winning shots in a row. And she's like, oh, this is a Mamba mentality. Or you have, like, you know, a couple players on the Celtics where, like, yeah... Kobe Bryant was my favorite player growing up, and you see them like all the people that have that mentality are like complete competing at a high level. You can you can kind of like um, retire a happy man, you know what I mean? Very Just true. because you spoke those things into existence when you you know you walked in yeah. as a 18 year old kid. Yeah, you know what? You made a
0: profound point too. And you know what? If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking like, "Oh, these guys are alright," but they don't. I mean, they're not. They don't have to platform. They don't mm-hmm. have this and that. You know what's funny about that? Everyone started like this. Yeah. Everyone started right here. All the people you love, J. Cole, Kendrick, mm-hmm. Charlamagne the God, everybody started mm-hmm. right here. You gotta start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody act like this shit is just a, a overnight deal. Everybody mm-hmm. wants this, this quick success, this mm-hmm. overnight success. It's not how it works. It's accumulated over time. Mm-hmm. You know, and w- with this podcast, I feel like there, I know for a fact there is a very loyal and genuine fan base. I'm talking to you guys. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. And by listening to this podcast every week, I know you believe in the podcast, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, I still respect you and I thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. But you, you just got to understand, everything starts from the same point. Yeah. But you have to believe. There's no point of doing anything if you do not believe in it. Yeah. if you don't stand behind it then there's no point of doing it
1: period yeah and there's many you know many examples of you know people we know personally we talked yep. about like i just told eddie that um this pat well yesterday i was yep. working on a, a a film with my uh with my guy freddie he's shooting his um, his senior thesis and one of the guy and you know obviously we kind of introduce ourselves to everyone in the crew and and uh one of the guys was like hey you know uh Kevin Edwards uh, you know Ty you know uh you know Brock Hayes and we were like yeah man like I went to school with Brock and Eddie know um Kevin and uh Ty personally and stuff like that and we was watching cuz um initially they would you know they would be getting views on their video where it may be like in the 30,000s mm-hmm. or like you know what i mean in the in the five figures or whatever but all of a sudden they start doing more and more videos where they started yep. ending up on World Star Hip Hop yeah. and stuff like that. And uh and we just like, yo, like this is crazy. Like these yep. dudes is really doing it and they just like, you know, regular dudes. I remember we seen Kevin in, in Walmart and we just, you know, went up to him and was just like, What's up, man? And we was like, Oh, we were just talking about you and super cool dude. So yeah. You know what I mean? Like just just those kind of examples, like people people that we know personally that started off You know at a way lower scale and now they're you know they got millions of subscribers on youtube and you know they're they and and even kevin is starting to like um kevin like put people on where his brother they was even talking about kevin's little brother how him and his um him and his his wife i think it's his wife now how they got like a popular youtube channel where they do a bunch of couple stuff and you know they make different um different videos you know, referencing couples and being a, you know, a Christian and stuff like that. So it's just, you know, there's many, 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 many examples of, you know, people doing and yeah. people that we don't know personally and people exactly. that we do know personally. So it's all out. tangible. Shout out to Kev, man. Dude, yeah. dude,
0: dude uh, I'm not putting this business out there, but the dude was, uh you know, he would, po- he would put all of his trials and tribulations on his channel at one time. And he was going through some stuff and he went from going to the bottom to driving a Lambo. Yeah. Like, this dude literally has a Lambo now. Yeah. He got over a million subscribers on his, on his YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, don't sit here and try to tell me that some ain't gonna work or some ain't this, some ain't that, or, oh, you guys ain't doing this or that. When you see somebody from your city have over a million followers in a Lamborghini, mm-hmm.
1: then you need to believe in yourself. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's for real. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and we're not living in. We don't live in L. A. Or we don't no. live in San Francisco. This is or Bakersfield. New York. Yeah, Bakersfield is a. It's like the 65th largest city in America, which is like okay, but once you think about like, in the perspective of like you know California with you know huge cities like San Diego yeah, and stuff exactly. like that, it's not. Yeah, like, you know, it's very feasible. So, yeah definitely man all right um
0: moving along uh living a private life uh or keeping mystery about yourself I-, I think we live in a society where everyone wants to say everything about themselves I'm talking about they want to they want to they want to mention and say everything about their life on social media or they walk up to strangers telling them about everything that's bad Mm-hmm. And, and and according to and, and today, By today's standards If you're private you're weird Because you should be telling everyone What the fuck you're doing yeah. You should be telling them where you work You should be telling them who you date You should be telling them your biggest fears Your insecurities Let me tell you something I live a private life And I love it for this reason Because if you scrutinize me Or say something about me You will be speaking on something you don't know mm-hmm. Rather than me Rather than me, you know, squilling all my business, and then you turn around and say, "Well, well you're doing this because you said this and this and that." Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you say something about me, you're making shit up, basically. That's real. You know, there's there's no reason to. And another thing too is there's no there's there is no reward for being nosy. People nowadays are nosy as fuck, and they act like that's okay. No, it's not. Mind your fucking business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There there's. You're not going to get ahead in life by knowing someone else's... Or wanting to know someone else's business. Yeah. There's no point of it. Yeah. So, leave a mystery to yourself. If, If you listen to this and you're a person that doesn't like exploiting all of your relationships and telling people about your finances or what you're doing or who you're dating or you had a bad date or any of that. If you're a person that speaks amongst those things to a friend or your sister or your brother and you don't plaster all your fucking business everywhere hand claps to you because most of society is telling all
1: their business that's a bad look Mm -hmm. yeah man there's a especially nowadays with social media there's this idea that um the most personal personable people are the most famous people the the most famous people are people like dj khaled or kevin hart to where they're guys that are like post on social media every single day consistently. Mm-hmm. They post where they're touring, they post, you know, what they ate for breakfast, they post workouts, they post, you know, pictures of their family and stuff like that. And you know, that's cool, but not everyone is like every not everyone has that personality. Exactly. There's multiple people that are just as successful as them, but they aren't on social media like that. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't, you know, don't, don't look at them and be like, Oh, I got to post on social media every single day to gain more followers and to become more famous. And then, you know, to get a million dollars or whatever. There's plenty of examples of people that, um, their social media presence is like, like not even anything like, People like um, Childish Gambino, like he's, you know, I don't even know if he has an Instagram or he might have an Instagram, but I bet it's only like two pictures on there or something like mm-hmm. that. Or somebody like Jake, Cole, like he rarely posts on social media. He may come out when around his, um, around album time, but or he may get on Twitter around album time, or he may check in like a few times out of the year and, you know, post his artist's link to, um, to their album or something like that. But he's rarely... You know, he's not, like, those are the people, those are people, like, that have families. Exactly. And we don't really even know what their family looks like, you know what I mean? We don't know what their kids look like. We don't, we we may see some tabloids of them walking out Mm -hmm. or something and catching a picture.
0: Charlamagne does that. Yeah,
1: yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's the same thing, but, you know, there's, and even Kendrick Lamar, like, you know, J. Cole, Kendrick, these are the most popular rappers in the game. And they're not like all on social media like that. What Drake is Drake is probably, I would say like if you even if you're like thinking about it right now, Drake, Kendrick, and Jay Cole are like the three biggest rappers in the game. Drake, uh, Jay Cole, and Kendrick aren't. They don't have like a crazy heavy social media presence. Drake does, and that may be. And Drake is uh, maybe a little bit more popular than mm-hmm. they are. So. You know, maybe the deciding factor is just that he's posting on social media more. He has more of a Twitter presence. He has more of a, a, you know, he's posting on Instagram like quite frequently, Uh, and he's you know front row at basketball games all the time. So, um, but but even in that, there's still you know, J Cole just broke um, Drake's streaming record like a couple weeks ago when his album dropped. So there's there's basically I'm just trying to say that there's multiple ways to do it. You know what I mean? You don't have to be on social media every day. Um, if, you, if you're if you trying to do something in that realm where you're trying to get, you know, become more popular. And if you're not trying to get um, more... I think more, I think the majority of people on social media would love to have a million followers for whatever reason. But, yeah, right. Like, that just doesn't really mean anything it in doesn't. the grand scheme of things. No,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't, especially if you're not about... You're not that type of person. Yeah. You got a bunch of people having eyes on you, and it's mm-hmm. like now they expect something from you directly whether it's for you to entertain them or whatever the case mm-hmm. but to your point what i was going to mention though is you got a guy like jay-z and beyonce that leave a lot of mystery to their lives yeah they do a great job how the fuck is it that that beyonce and jay-z can leave mysteries to themselves and they're literally probably the two most popular people in the world yeah but you just got uh, barbara and billy got to tell all their fucking business on mm-hmm. social media that doesn't even make any sense yeah you know, I, I think that, I think at the end of the day, all these things can come back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Just because it just doesn't, it does not do you any justice. Okay, how could like how seriously could you take a person that is literally just giving every intimate detail of their life? Yeah. And and telling you that everything there mm. there was um the other day actually I was at work there was this mm. other truck driver and we started talking and within two minutes he started telling me start complaining about his wife <laughs> I'm thinking like first of all what the fuck made you think you could come to me and complain about your wife secondly why don't you tell your wife how you feel Yeah, it sounds like you and your wife have a problem that you haven't talked about he's calling her lazy and she needs to get off her ass and all this yeah. I'm thinking like dude first of all that's disrespectful to your wife
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you got a stranger me who doesn't know your wife and you're complaining to me about her? Bruh. Yeah. That That's ain't so right. right. How would you yeah. how would you feel if you knew your wife was out talking shit about you mm-hmm. to random women? Yeah. Like that ain't cool, man. People people need to communicate with people need to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. first of all, mm-hmm. and not complain about somebody. And secondly, you need to keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. Like, that's not cool, man. I've never, anybody I was talking I've never complained about them randomly on social media or to random people in public. That's disrespectful to her, man. Yeah. One
1: thing I would say, too, is that similar to, like, putting your goals out there to the world, if you're putting some sort of perception out there to the world about... Um, like anything you're doing, it's similar to how people can hate on your goals. People can hate on, you know, stuff you're posting on social media. Exactly. So if Kevin Hart is posting pictures of his family every single day, he's posting pictures of his pregnant wife and talking about how much he loves her and talking about this is my rib, this is my rib. And then all of a sudden... He get caught in Las Vegas cheating on his wife. Oh man. It just looks bad. Yeah. It does. People all in the comments like, Oh, you you the worst, you're a terrible person, and you this and this and that. And and then now he has to go and do like this this um healing tour, I guess, going to Breakfast Club, going to yeah. Hot Ninety Seven, going to Sway and all these people. And he's doing damage control at this point, talking about like people are only talking about him because people have their own issues in their life. Mm-hmm. When in reality, like you're just like you're playing, you like, basically you playing baseball and somebody's throwing it to the, the, the world underhanded and they yeah. just kind of knocking it out the park. Cause <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they play <a> softball. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, as much as you can say like, all oh, these people have their own issues at the same time, they could be just regular people. Yeah. I mean, I, to true. me, me personally, I don't put much stock into like celebrity exactly. lifestyle. That's so I don't us, care. Though. Yeah. I don't care that much. But yeah. there are people that are just normal people that could be like, ah, oh, this fool crazy. This dude is posting his wife on social media and he cheating. Oh, no, he a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And I won't, you know, I won't judge um, Kevin Hart like that. But in those people's minds, it's not, it's not that bad. It's not like. Yeah, you know it's not this deep psychological issue it's just like what the information that they've been presented you know yeah that's true so
0: that is true you know if you're posting pictures of your wife your pregnant wife and you know, just like with Tristan Thompson, when, you know, his, his you know, his wife or his girlfriend, whatever, is mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then you see him motorboating three Puerto Ricans. In the <laughs> house, and then it's like, Tristan's a piece of shit. He's this, he's that. And mm-hmm. you know, I so I think, first of all, first of all, you know, maybe he may, he, he may be a great guy, but he just probably has a problem with, you know, controlling himself. Mm-hmm. You know, so we really can't, you know, mm-hmm. dive too deep in that. But when you tell your business or you you have this perception of what this is and then it's contrary to what you've been doing, they're going to come after you. Yeah. You know, and with Kevin, with Kevin Hart, man, this ain't slowed his career down at all. People still love him. They still come to all this shit, Mm -hmm. you know, and at the end of the day, you know, as well, his wife ain't leaving him. I'm not trying to be fucked up, but yeah, I think I think it's less painful you when you get cheated on and your man is rich, like said, uh, I'm starting you to see that.
1: Jesus got a Samero moment in here. I uh, know. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm sorry, man, because when you got
0: when you got Kobe has cheated on his wife a gang of times. His wife even mentioned it. And then you got uh Miko Hart. That's his wife, right? Miko, whatever her name is, like I Kevin Hart's wife.
1: I, I have no idea,
0: honestly. He cheated on her. I know he didn't on her many times. Yeah. There's a lot of men that do it, and it's and it's like the wife don't leave him. Yeah, it's you know? regular
1: regular niggas out there named deandre that's cheating on their wife and you know they taking him back so definitely yeah that's true if you have like a, a yeah. real catch you know what i mean it's yeah gonna be harder for that's true that
0: relationship but like don't don't misconstrue what i'm saying i'm not saying that every woman just gonna stay with a man because he rich because some women they's like you know what i can't do this and they'll leave because they yeah. you know they have integrity and they ain't
1: standing for it yeah but
0: a lot of them saying that's all I'm saying. Yeah. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there
1: is there an example that we can bring up where the girl, if the if the male is more successful than the than the the female, if the female is not even like a celebrity and at all, and she left him, and she left him, Tiger Woods'
0: wife, his ex wife. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Tiger yeah, Woods yeah. was fucking everybody. He was yeah. fucking everybody's wife. He was messing with porn stars. Everything. When she found out, she's like, "Fuck this," and she left him. Damn. Yeah, maybe Amber Rose too. Uh, Use that. I don't know, but she ain't more successful than Wiz Khalifa. Not even close. No,
1: I mean the the male was more successful. Got it.
0: Oh, 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 oh! I got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she left him, but I mean, I mean, hey, I don't, I don't know Amber. I don't know about Amber Rose. I don't think she's the most viable (laughs) person to use in this situation. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like a jerk, but it's just like, damn. I don't want to. Use, I want to use. I feel like using Amber Rose in certain situations just takes it takes integrity away from yeah. the conversation.
1: There's 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 definitely more examples of people staying with their with their uh, counterparts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, the whole everybody lot from everybody from Jay Z to yeah to Bill Clinton.
0: Yeah. Becky with the good hair,
1: got it. Becky with the good. hair. I don't really know
0: how real that is though, as well, because you know the whole Becky with the good hair shit. Like, maybe it's for pub. I don't know if Jay Z really cheated. Maybe he did. I don't. I have no idea. I have no
1: clue. I think he did. You gotta think. Yeah, it's Jay Z. Was it Eric? Was it Eric Benet? He was cheating on Holly Berry.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, he was. He was doing her cold too. He was. He was man. He was fucking everybody.
1: That's crazy.
0: And she found out about him and left him.
1: the the crazy part is like it's not it's not um how would you put it it has nothing to do with the girl nah because holly berry is like one of the most attractive people in the world and if you could find the audacity to cheat on her like it has nothing you know has nothing to do with her yeah your looks are not gonna keep a man though keep it keep it 100 yeah if a man if a man was a a super dog
0: before you met him and you could be beautiful your 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 looks are not enough to keep him to be faithful. That's just not even okay. a realistic thing to say. He might cheat on you with with uh with with a Jessica that works the fucking wiener snitzel mm-hmm. and she knows how to handle that hot dog. And then he sees you that
1: stupid.
0: now, <laughs> you know, they had a little fun.
1: <laughs> but it happens <laughs> yeah you
0: know a lot of times women get mad like I can't believe he cheated on me with her she don't even look that good. What really? people fail to understand is it's not about looks all the time
1: yeah
0: sometimes it's about a feeling sometimes it's about being risky sometimes it's about all kind of stuff. men are gonna what? women are like men because it's a bunch of women out here cheating so I'm not trying to put this all on the men but since we yeah. are talking about guys, understand it your looks I don't give a fuck how you, good you think you look. Your man is gonna run off on your ass and your looks are not going to keep him. If you got a good man, you ain't gotta worry about that because he
1: ain't yeah. gonna run off on you regardless. I also think that there should cheating is, is um is not right at all. No, not at all. But at the same time it's more of like a childish thing. Yeah. If you if you fifty years old, still cheating on your wife. You need to get your priorities in order. Yeah, you fucking up. Like, you on your way out. You started, (laughs) that was Viagra eras. How you cheating on your wife, you can barely get your dick hard, and you cheating on your wife. Like, you need Viagra just to wake up in the morning. You don't even
0: drink coffee. You just drink a bottle of Viagra.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're right, you gotta use Viagra to cheat, you gotta chill. Yeah, you need to chill, man. Yeah
0: yeah keep keep it cool man keep mm-hmm. it cool keep keep it soft man <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you can't get a morning wood you just need to be good to your wife yeah man yeah
0: i i will I will agree on that because I think uh I think you need to be single for an a, a, if you can't control yourself you need to stay single for an extensive amount of time I don't care if you meet a woman that you think she's the world if you know you're gonna fuck her over, don't get with her let her go.
1: Yeah. Let her go. Because you're just going to fuck up another woman's mind. That's yeah. how, uh, you know, on uh, brilliant idiots, they yeah. always be having wax on there. Wax? Yeah, it's the truth, yeah. though. And he's he keep it real. He he's keep like, it real, I, though. He's like, I'm, I got I, love I for it. wax. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to hurt this girl if I get with her. So, like, that's, like, I feel like that's more of a perspective that people should have. Like, Definitely. They don't feel like they ready to be in a relationship or they're not mature enough to, you know, be in a... Um, monogamous relationship. He's staying out of them. I, I respect yeah. Wax
0: for that. I heard him talking about that. Yeah. Um, And I think that it, it takes a real person to do that because mm-hmm. a lot of times men, we won't know a woman has feeling for feelings for us or... You know, those feelings could be skewed and you don't know until a certain time. And yeah, I, I don't feel, I think it takes a certain person to rec- be self-aware and recognize someone else's feelings. Yeah. And if you've ever been hurt, like I've had my feelings hurt before, I would never want to do that to anyone else. Yeah. So I think it's important that, you know, you don't drag women through the dirt and treat them like that, you know, when you know that's the case. And then you shouldn't even, if you feel like you can't even have sex with this girl without hurting her, then don't even do nothing with her. Just leave her alone. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Cuz other people that it's other people that you can that you can mesh with and hang with and be on the same level, but it's not right to make somebody feel like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's real. All right. Moving along. And this this is a very unfortunate uh topic, but I'll just give some some perspective on it. Obviously, we all know about Colin Kaepernick's uh, protest that's been happening since like uh, 2016, I believe, Mm -hmm. Uh, was his last year in the league. Um, And after that, there's been a lot of things happening after the fact. You know, Donald Trump said something. The players responded to it. They all took a knee. And and basically, to make a long story short, up to this time currently, they set it to where players cannot kneel, and if you kneel, you'll be fined. The issue I have with that is this. The issue that I have with it is that it's forced patriotism. Mm -hmm. And if we supposedly live in a free country, you shouldn't say, put your fucking hand over your chest and get on and and stand up and you you salute that flag or I will fine you. That is not living in a free environment. Mm -hmm. The Constitution allowed Colin Kaepernick to do what he did. And he did it and he didn't he wasn't yelling at the top of his at the top of his lungs trying to drown out the anthem. Yeah. He wasn't uh um running in the middle of the field trying to get attention. He took a knee. Do you know how simple that protest is? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about he didn't say a word. And he avoided the media for a long time. He wouldn't even talk about it. He barely even says things now. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether you agree with the protest or not, you have to agree that this shit is fucked up. You live in a free country, but you cannot voice your opinion because if even if your opinion does not reflect all the opinions of the ones around you, the constitution supports that. Yeah. So why is it that people are getting fined for not doing it? That is ridiculous. That is
1: ridiculous. That is what this country does not stand for. I think the saddest part is is that Every time one of these issues comes up, it only affects black people. Yeah. It's like Allen Iverson want to wear saggy pants to, to a basketball game. Like, if you're watching, the only time you ever see a basketball player or what they're wearing to the game is because there are cameras in the hallway. Exactly. Like, what does that have to do with him playing actual basketball nothing like why do you want him to wear a suit to a, a basketball game that has nothing to do it it's just like it's it's it and it it the thing has been coming um like it's 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 kind of one of those things like if you're black you recognize it you recognize it to be something where they're just trying to hinder us as people yeah. they're trying to hinder our creativity they're trying to hinder us as to, to where we don't really have a voice. We're just kind of showing up to work and doing our job and going home. Yeah. And it's like, so, you like you said, taking a knee is like the the most simple protest. Like you're not, the only distraction is, you know, these, these patriots or, you know, these extremely patriotic people that, you know, ride around with flags on their car. And That's not patriotism. They're, you know, they're putting a flag over actual human beings. That's ideology. It's, yeah. not, it's not patriotism because driving a lifted truck with huge tires
0: and a flag on the back of your truck is not patriotism
1: mm-hmm. that is
0: ideology mm-hmm. that does not make you more American than anyone else yeah because I'm gonna tell you right now there are people who look like me and Keith who have died for this country so don't don't do that okay secondly um, there was a there's a player I forgot his name the wide receiver from the Tennessee Titans he mm-hmm. lost his brother in Afghanistan his brother died and his father, was a uh, was a sergeant,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he said that he was not going to stand for the anthem. So at the end of the day, it's not about that. That people are making it about something completely different. Mm-hmm. This was about police brutality, mm-hmm. and if whether you agree with it or not, you need to understand this much: that when you look at the prison system and you look at the the the, the numbers, it's are staggering of black and brown people being arrested and detained and and searched. And being being a black man myself, I will tell you, I'm not trying to shove any of this shit down your throat, whether you care to listen to it or not. Me and Keith have been, you know, uh, going to the gym or going some places and the police would randomly stop us for no reason. They would have no reason. It wouldn't be a taillight out. It wouldn't be nothing. But what what it is is this. Whenever you are a person of color, you are seen to be guilty before you are seen innocent. And if you say, that's not true, I don't think like that. Well, maybe you don't, but America does. Yeah. Okay. Whenever you see people celebrating George Zimmerman killing a teenage unarmed kid, black kid, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You should never celebrate a teenager being shot. Yeah. I think that's a huge problem. And, And I think what it is, is America in general has been was deep rooted in racism. That's how this country came to be. Yeah. It will take all of us to fix this. I can't just say oh just white people need to get their act together. I'm not going to go there. It's going to take everybody. Mm-hmm. Cuz there is there are streams on both sides. There are, you know, white America feels this way, black America feels this way, and it's just bumping heads. We have everybody needs to come. There I hate to say this cliche, you know, we need to come together shit, cuz it doesn't it doesn't seem realistic, especially yeah. the way people behave. You don't see it. But it's going to take all of us. It's going even <clears throat> if you don't agree. You need to be socially aware of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. Stop just watching things that support your belief. If you feel strong, if you if you hate Democrats, you need to watch. If you hate Democrats or you hate Republicans, stop only watching things that support your ideas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know because they 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 support your narrative or what you believe. You need to pay more attention to people that you don't agree with to find validity in their points and how they feel. Mm-hmm. Because the more you do that, the more you will take yourself out of that out of that place that doesn't allow you to grow. Yeah. And I've been noticing some of the things people say uh I have I've, you, really, you really get a feel for how people feel about black america when you go to social media and you look at the comments. Yeah. Oh, well, they're committing most of the crimes. So, I mean, if they get shot, then it's just one less bad person in the streets. I've seen people say crazy shit like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, man, like, I'm sitting here reading this. I don't have a criminal record. Never been arrested. Never been detained. I've been pulled over a million times for no fucking reason by the police. Yeah. Okay. But I I just find it crazy, the extremes in this world. Then you have the black extreme where it's like, it's, it's like some people are so pro-black that they just hate white people. And it's yeah. like, damn, there is no progression in that. Yeah. You can't just hate white people and <clears throat> expect the world to change. That's not how shit works. Yeah. And I, I've, I've been seeing it for years. And I just think that uh,
1: we definitely, definitely have enough awareness. But we are no closer to resolving this issue. Yeah, it seems like it gets worse. It's I get- One thing that I, um, I was on Twitter the other day and... I put something along the lines of, like, the reason that I hate politics is because there are issues that aren't even political that trickle into politics. Oh, my goodness. So, someone getting killed by a police officer has nothing to do with politics. It doesn't. Someone taking a knee on a football field has nothing to do with politics. No, it doesn't. But they'll find a way these you know MSNBC and Fox News and all these CNN and all these people will find a way to pull these arguments out of the real world and yes. you know being you know a morally good person and throw them into a political narrative
0: and that doesn't work
1: yeah and it and it only and it only like it, it the only thing that it does is just stirring up the pot to where more and more of these people can Tommy learn and uh, oh God, Donald God. Trump and, you know, all these like political figures can go on social media and um, continue mm-hmm. to, you know, bash these certain peoples and and stuff like that. The, the NFL and politics has nothing to do with one at another, all. You know what I mean? What Colin Kaepernick did is only about human beings. Exactly. Like the thing, the thing that. That, that that bothers me so much is that people are so political that they stop caring about human beings. Oh my goodness, exactly. It's just like if one, you know, if George Zimmerman shoots someone or, if, you know, if, like there's been countless, there's a, a long list of names of people have been shot, but people feel that just because they're a Republican, they can't have any empathy for someone that has been shot by the police. They have to find something that fits their narrative and exactly. what the person did to combat um, what what is wrong. Exactly. So they'll be like, okay, such and such was, was he driving fast? Oh, this person was speeding. They should have been shot. Yeah, or it's crazy. this person was talking back to the police officer, so he should have been shot. Or Colin Kaepernick is a terrible football player, so he shouldn't be in the NFL. It's just like they're they only looking for stuff to fit their narrative. Exactly. To, to allow them to... To, to to allow what, the, what they're saying to be true. Yeah, exactly. It's just like
0: when you're having a conversation with someone and you have a disagreement, mm-hmm. and what they'll do is, is they will talk about something completely random in order to complement their argument mm-hmm. and make you look wrong when you're not wrong. At the same time, the base argument is about people, caring mm-hmm. about people. If a white kid gets shot by the police, I care about him equally as a black kid getting shot by the police. Yeah. Okay? but it seems like there is a devaluing of life when a black person gets shot cuz it's basically like well i mean he i mean you seen his little rap video he had he probably was a little thug and yeah. it's like what the fuck does have to do and it, it's the crazy thing about it the punishment doesn't fit the crime a kid could say leave me the fuck alone and get shot and killed yeah. well he shouldn't have been talking back to the police are right. you
1: serious yeah are That's you one serious of those things like there um there's there's definitely a uh, in etiquette um, Talking to the police Definitely you should have etiquette But we shouldn't have to be like submissive Thank you To a police officer Like they're at the end of the day They're just a person doing a job That servants. has a gun in their hand They're public servants Yeah, Servants of us actually. Yeah exactly like technically Like we're paying their salary mm-hmm. So we shouldn't have to be like Obviously like The only reason that you know, maybe when we are approached by a police officer and we may say, like, yes, sir, no, sir, exactly. it's only because we know that people like us have been shot so many times that we're kind of, like, more so on our P's and Q's. But we shouldn't have to be, like, you know, super submissive to them. Not or, at all. is it okay if I take my wallet out of my pocket? And or, I've done that. Yeah, it's just, like, it's, it's it's almost overboard in a sense. Like, we're walking on eggshells every time we get pulled over. Um, and we shouldn't have to be because you know what I mean. At the end of the day, most of the people that have been that that are being shot are people that aren't even doing anything. They're like unarmed people. That's like the, that's the biggest gripe, is that you're you're, you know, you're bringing a knife to uh, a knife to, or they're bringing guns to a fist fight. At the end of
0: the day, no, they're bringing guns to a conversation.
1: Yeah we're not we're
0: not it's not know, even a fight you're not know even I mean? a fight we're yeah. talking about and here's another thing i remember i was 19 or 20 years old it was the summer it was about 2000 and oh no i was 20 it was 2005 or so mm-hmm. and um i got pulled over by the police mm-hmm. and for no reason i wasn't speeding i wasn't doing anything they pulled me over and he said like uh, are you on probation or parole that's what they asked. They didn't say license and registration. They didn't tell me what I did wrong. They said probation. Are you on probation or parole? I said no, sir. I'm 19. He said get out the car. I was like huh? So he said get out the car. I said okay, no problem, officer. Mm-hmm. So I said I have my license, my insurance right here, and everything in my glove. Can I grab? It? He said do you have a gun? I was like no, I don't have a gun. So he's like get out the car. So I was like no problem. So I stuck my hands out the window and I said can I open the door? He said yes. So I opened the door, but before I could even stand up, he's pulling me out of the car, shoves me against the car, puts my hand behind my back, puts cuffs on me, throws me in a backseat of the police car, leaves me in the back of that fucking car in the summertime with the windows up. I'm 19 years old and I'm so frustrated that I'm crying. I don't cry about shit, but I felt so helpless and aggravated and angry for no reason. And he said, here, sign this so you don't go to jail. I said, sign what? He said, sign this paper here or I'm taking you in. I said, what did I do? I didn't do anything. And he said, just get out the damn car. So he get, I get out the car. My I had flip-flops on. Uh, my flip-flop flies over. I said, can I get my flip-flop over there? It, it came off. And he just pushed me to my car and said, get in the car and get out of here. And I said, I can't get my shoe. He said, shut your mouth, get in your car and leave. So I'm leaving the scene without one of my shoes. Because I got pulled over for no fucking reason by the police. And this is many times. There was one summer I got pulled over about 11 times in one year. Don't fucking tell me that this shit is not real. Have you, had your father ever had to have a conversation with you about how you should deal with the police? The answer probably is no. Well, my father had to tell me, hey, when you see the police, make sure it's no, sir, yes, sir, this and that. Don't talk back to the police. Make sure you watch your mouth because they'll whoop your ass. And I'm a little kid. and I'm like, why is he overreacting? Like, why is my dad overreacting to this? Mm-hmm. The police ain't going to mess with me. They're doing their job. Man, I got older. Police were stopping me for no reason. Police saying, hey, you need to pull your pants up. Pull them up. And I'm just like, what's going on?
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm a kid. By this time, I'm a junior, sophomore, junior in high school. The police already got their eyes on me. The problem with it is this. Okay? The problem with it is this. I'm not going to say white police officers are racist They're this and that. What happens is when you have a white police officer probably in an area he's not from and he's getting brainwashed into believing that a lot of these black kids are criminals Mm -hmm. and you got regular kids minding their business, they're getting stopped for no fucking reason. Yeah. There needs to be more education. Because even in the worst neighborhoods, there are a lot of great people. A lot of people that go to church, they go to school, they go to college. They do all of this stuff. But me, I've always been an upstanding guy. No criminal record, never been arrested, never had no problems. It's nothing to pat myself on the back for. Mm -hmm. But if you knew how many times I've been harassed by the police, you wouldn't even believe me. You would say I was making it up. Mm -hmm. My my homie, he's a registered nurse now. And uh, it was me, him... Uh, uh, his buddy and another guy, all of us are doing pretty good. Those guys are highly successful. And we get pulled over and we were going to a party and like two of us had red shirts on and he was like, what are you doing in this neighborhood? And my my homie was like, "Uh, I live down the street. He said, what are you doing here? And you need to get the fuck out of here now. And we was like, what? And this was in 2006. Mm -hmm. So what it is, is now there's so much heat on the police that now they're starting to police a little bit different. Yeah, but racial profiling was at an all time high when I was about twenty twenty years old, all the way to about twenty six, mm-hmm. and even and and even a little bit after that, the police were a little more
1: aware. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just the thing about it is is, it's it's stereotyping, man. It ain't right. right. One thing one thing I would say is like, a lot of what um, a lot of these issues come from like. An emotional standpoint. Exactly. So if you feel like no matter what people can say, like there's nothing that can prepare you for this situation where your life may be in jeopardy for simply being pulled over. Yes. So you can't you can't really prep a kid um, no matter how much you tell him like, hey, son, make sure you do this when you're when you're um, approached by a police officer because, you know, they may beat you up. Once you get in that situation, like in a cup, and a police officer is at your window and he already has his hand hand on, the on the, yeah hand on the gun, and he's like, "Can I have your license and registration, please?" Or they're shining a freaking flashlight in there yeah, and make, looking all through your car and trying to see what's going on. Or there's like two officers on and someone's side. in the passenger seat, like approaching each per- like like. uh Basically saying you are already guilty before even having a conversation with you. Yeah. So it's like there's nothing that can, like, really prepare you for those type of situations. And even, like, you know, I could be getting pulled over for whatever reason and there's there's already, like, a certain amount of, like, nervousness that comes with um, being pulled over just because you've seen... Uh, countless times about, you know, people, you know, being shot by the police for, you know, a routine traffic stop. Definitely. And it's just like, it's just crazy, man. And like like I'm saying, like, there's no, there's no, like, emotional training. The only people that have, like, emotional training um, for those kind of cases are, like, people in the military where they're going through, like, extremely, like, um, extremely, like, uh extreme conditions to, like, prepare them mentally f- to, you know, go out and, like, shoot people or to be shot at. Exactly. But normal people on a day-to-day basis, like, you're you're reacting with your emotions. Like, you can see it on a, in a basketball game when somebody fouls LeBron James, he's yelling at the freaking refs. Or if someone thinks that, um, or if Draymond Green thinks that he doesn't foul someone, he's, you know, he's just reacting and, you know, have this outburst exactly. of rage. But that's, you know, that's like, you know, a normal person on a day-to-day basis. And that happens all the time in in sports. So if you take those same people and you put them in a car and they're driving down the street and they they may forget to put their blinker on and a cop is, like, basically antagonizing them and calling them, like, basically implying that they're a criminal, like, how do you expect them to react? Exactly. That's a very good point. So it's just like... Yeah. It's just a sad situation, man. It is. Another thing too, a
0: cop doesn't have to be a racist to shoot you or beat you up. They're yeah. they are also human beings that have regular trials and tribulations in their own life. Mm-hmm. They could go to work and their wife just cheated on them. They could um uh they probably wanted a promotion and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Or you know, they could be going through some other personal problems that they bring to work. They don't know how to properly separate those situations and mm-hmm. now they're pulling you over. Yeah. And let's say you're having a bad day and you react to it. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm the authority, mm-hmm. you know. And now you got a shit storm. Mm-hmm. So every time I've been pulled over by the police, even be- when at first, the first time I ever did, I was feeling nervous for no reason. Yeah. And and I, w- I would see the way my father would react when we'd be driving home. And when I was a kid, it would be be me, my mom, my dad, and my sister. And the police would be behind us. And he'd be like, oh, shit, it's the police. And then we'd be like, why are you doing that, Dad? They ain't did nothing wrong. Why are you tripping? Yeah. There's like, a certain making exi- a big deal, you know.
1: There's like a certain anxiety involved, pr- primarily probably with black people and people of color, um when the police does get behind us, and yeah. it's you know it's 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 just because you know what we've seen on TV for so many years. It, it ain't just TV, brother. My dad used to get beat up by the police for no fucking reason. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not not what we see. Like just what in happens general, in real life. Talk, talk to your dad too. I'm popping. Yeah, yeah. So what hap- like what is actually happening to us? I didn't mean to say like stuff no, you know, we see on TV. You got it. But um, like that's you know me per- like me personally getting pulled over um, you know multiple times and stuff like that. So there's a certain anxiety involved with just when a police is in your vicinity. Like we have like a heightened awareness for like where police are and it's kind of sad. It's kind of like, sad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is, and the, you know, the, the worst thing about <clears throat> it is this. If you have a heightened awareness of where the police are, oh, they're going to be here. Oh, I got to watch out for this or that. Mm-hmm. If you're a person that's a criminal, okay, that would make sense because, you know, you want to stay away from the police mm-hmm. and, and commit crimes. But when you are two guys, one a film major and one a truck driver with no criminal record, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. I don't think we should, um, we should feel this way. And people say, well, you're conditioning yourself to feel that way. It's not really like that. Oh, okay. Maybe because you've never been fucking stopped. Maybe yeah. because you've never been asked if you're pro- on probation or parole. Mm-hmm. Maybe because you haven't been... I've been humili- humiliated. At my old job, I got stopped right in front of my job and taken out the car and, and uh, uh, asked me what I was doing and all of this stuff. And he didn't even have a reason to do it. Mm-hmm. But I was too afraid to even ask him why because I didn't want to set him off. Mm-hmm. I've been pulled over by the police before and asked. And this is the honest, my right hand of God truth. I've been pulled over by the police stopped and asked, well, why don't you have uh, rims on your car? I said, what? He's like, why don't you have rims? You don't have hubcaps on here. You don't have anything on your, on your, on your rim there. I was like, what? Cause back then I was broke. And I just, all I got for it was the regular hubcaps. I didn't have the fucking <laughs> rims on it. He said, why don't you have rims on your car? And mm-hmm. I said, I'm sorry, officer. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't got it like that. This probably about what, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just was confused. And then later on, I thought to myself, this wasn't even le- a legit stop. He just took my information to see if I was a criminal
1: Yeah,
0: and then he seen I wasn't and let me go, but he never had a legit reason to stop me. Mm-hmm. So this is just a, this is just a tidbit, you know, mm-hmm. um, of what really has been going on. Ultimately, I will say this, um, it ain't right to, mm-hmm. to, you know, for some if somebody wants to kneel and you want to find them for it, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, there are going to be a lot of people in the locker room and the Jets owner said that he's going to pay everybody's fines. Which was actually a very stand-up thing to do. But it did bring awareness to the situation. And I want anybody that truly cares about everyone should care what Colin Kaepernick is doing. Yeah, I'm talking about if you care about everybody. If you just feel that black people are just complaining about something else. They're finding something new to complain about. Mm -hmm. If that's how you feel, then hey, that's how you feel. But ultimately, if you care about people like I do, I care about everybody. I care about black, brown, Mm -hmm. white, everyone. Because it's going to take everyone to change this shit. Yeah. Because we gonna have to be on the same page. Because if
1: we are not on the same page, it's gonna
0: be the same shit going on.
1: Yeah, I think what we should do is stop trying to tell people how they should feel about right. whatever. Like if if I'm a um, if I'm a white person, I shouldn't go around trying to. Um, Discredit how people feel, how Black people feel about police brutality, or discredit how Black people feel about, um, you know, politics going on in you know today's day and age. Just like how Black people um, shouldn't discredit how poor white people felt or middle class white people felt when Barack Obama was in office. We don't go around saying like, oh man, they didn't have it, you know, they're they're all right, you know what I mean? Like we we don't put that much effort into like discrediting how they felt about stuff. So, you know what I mean? So anybody, nobody, whatever race or um, whatever ethnicity or whatever culture shouldn't go around trying to discredit how someone else feels about, you know, being oppressed because every aspect of our culture goes through some sort of, um, some sort of oppression in a sense, whether it's... um, rich white people probably feel like they're getting taxed too much or yeah poor black people probably feel like you know they're always trying to do something to us or poor white people feel like you know they're going through their own struggle or whatever so um i think we should just be more understanding of um everyone as a whole and you know then we'll then we'll realize that everyone like we're all just human beings and everyone is going through something and we shouldn't try to discredit whatever whatever they're going through
0: yeah, very true. Everybody's got a personal battle. Everybody's got something they're facing every day. We should just be more aware of that and uh, be, more, be more inviting to someone else's opinion or ideas of how they feel about themselves and stop just pushing them away. Because you know what I did yesterday, actually, honest to God truth. I turned it to Fox News, which I never watched because I can't stand them. But I sat there and I watched it for an hour and a half. I left it on there. A lot of it was hogwash, but I sat there and I listened because I want to find any legitimate thing that they're saying. Mm-hmm. Anything that I feel is legitimate, I want to. I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it was very annoying and it was wasting my time in the grand scheme. But
1: <laughs> one thing I will say too <laughs> is that that girl Tommy Lehren is, um, she's one of those figures, and you know, the Repu- on the Republican side that are, you know, she says a lot of. Outlandish things and I personally don't listen to her. I don't want to like feed into the the negativity But there was a a thing on on the internet that um, somebody was like throwing water on her.
0: Yeah, that wasn't cool
1: Yeah, and I was like that no matter what you feel like a person is doing or how you know what? like uh, No matter how bad you think the things that she's saying is doing yeah, there's there's no reason to throw water on you know A little white girl that's, you know, basically just stating her opinion about stuff. That ain't right. Yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things, like, it doesn't matter. No. What she's saying on Facebook or whatever her show was on whatever, you know, uh, political show she had, like, it just doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Like, just... Just don't acknowledge her. You don't have to put so much energy into what she's negative. saying. Yeah, what she's saying to throw water on her. That's that's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, negative energy. And on top of that, it kind of it it, it just discredits you if you feel, feel a way about her and then you're throwing water on her. I don't care what you have to say, especially now. Yeah. In addition to, I'll see like it'll be, let's say, for example, a, back, a black person. And they'll be like, I'm tired of these racist, you know, C-words. Rides with backers, but <laughs> and, and then I'm thinking to myself like, you just call somebody racist and then you use the racial slur towards them. Yeah. So it's like you just totally discredit you discredited yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I think that's very anti progressive, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to find a way to get on. If not on one accord, we got to find a way to listen because you're not listening when you're throwing water on people and calling them racial slurs. Yeah. And that literally ain't getting nobody nowhere.
1: Yeah. And sometimes your um. Your voice is more powerful than your fist, so if you throw water on somebody, it just looks it just looks bad, and especially too you can hear it on the video there were probably some black people you know they were cussing her out, calling her out of her name, and that just really doesn't accomplish anything but you can use your voice to do like you know what I mean like what Colin Kaepernick is doing he's using his voice to um promote a certain situation uh-huh. to promote a certain situation um. To, to, to better black people And better black culture But You know Throwing water on somebody That has the opposite opinion Of you Isn't really doing anything So
0: Yeah Definitely
1: Yeah
0: um, Well About to wrap up this podcast I just think the, I think uh, Ultimately Out of all the topics We spoke about um, I just feel like You know A lot of these things Pretty much all of them Are Just not They're just our opinions Um, However I would like to see more people being active in the comments section. I know some people are going to say some crazy stuff. But at the same time, I want to just hear you chime in on it as well. And uh, from that point, we'll you know, determine on what future topics we'll talk about as well. We just want to be more interactive. I feel like I haven't did a great enough job of doing that on uh, the Facebook webpage or mm-hmm. the Facebook uh, page.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but at the same time, I would like to hear your guys' opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else you'd like to add, brother? Nope That's all, man. All right, man. Once again, we'd like to thank you. Uh, This is the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. All right, you guys have a blessed day.
1: Peace.